as God intended. Let's go. yourself is it kind is it necessary is it true and does it improve on the silence i think that if everybody on this planet just followed through with that one quote i think we could change the planet literally overnight aloha and welcome healers healers of all ages to looking for healing radio where you'll never hear us pushing pharmaceuticals because they aren't medicine yep i'm gonna keep saying it which we'll hear is a whole lot of natural medicine god intended for us all and always delivered to you with a whole lot of love thank you so much for listening today that was nicola burnett and who was that quote from nicola uh sai baba spiritual teacher from india Sai Baba. And you know where Sai Baba maybe got that from? I have no idea. I know it's Socrates right there. That's a Socratic quote. I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's the three pillars. Sai Baba added the last one, though. So he added a fourth pillar right there. Ah. Does it improve upon the silence, which is a great way to look at it. All right, everybody. We're here with the healing home. Is, uh, Dr. Jenna Schmidt, what's going down? Hey, great to see you. <laughs> great to see you too. And we got the quarterback, Dr. Brian Artis, here as well. How's it going, brother? I feel so much better after Nicholas' quote. That was beautiful. <laughs> My soul to hear it. is experiencing healing at the moment. I cannot wait to see what happens by the end of the show. Amen. If you like this show, please tell all your freedom friends about it. You can check us out every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, right here on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network and via our recorded podcast, which are many and really, really good. Go to AmericaOutloud.com. Also listen to us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Pandora Networks. Just download the America Out Loud phone app for Apple, Android, or Alexa and listen in wherever and whenever you may be looking for healing radio sponsored by the energetic health institute an amazing school for amazing people just like you who are ready to stop being patients and start being students of the medicine god intended for us all the best way to be free is to be healthy learn how at energetichealthinstitute.org folks i gotta tell you you really want to check out healing for the ages you haven't we got a huge push over the last week shout out to everybody who paid for the replay and wanted to start getting in tune with all the new ways that we've been figuring out on how to help you heal go to energetichealthinstitute.org or go to healingfortheages.com either way they'll take you to the same place and give you a chance to get some information that you definitely want to have in your noodle looking for healing radio is also sponsored by globalhealing.com simply the fights most public most effective natural medicines in the world today feel the difference integrity and love for medicine making can make for you go to globalhealing.com enter promo code out loud to discover the medicine god intended for us all get incredible deals and find global healing and all of their wonderful products and products from all the america out loud sponsors at americaoutloud.shop and i'm going to tell you when you go to globalhealing.com couple things we're really digging on right now. Make sure you check out Foreign Protein Cleanse by Dr. Brian Artis, inspired by Dr. Brian Artis. Make sure you check out the new, I just heard, the new glucose oxidase product is out there. Is that true, Dr. J? Is that out and working right now? Uh, it's it's almost out. <laughs> it's ready. Uh, so uh, any day now, any day. 
I've been using the uh, the samples that we got, and it is amazing. And you know what I love? It's it, amazing. Yes. It tastes yeah. fantastic too, right? It's just like one of those it things does. you want to keep taking more and more of. And also make sure you check out Ultimate Cellular Healing, inspired by yours truly, Dr. Henry Ely, especially if you know someone you love who has been diagnosed with cancer and you want to start helping to right that ship. Ultimate Cellular Health will help resolve the issues that might be going on, likely are going on with protein synthesis. You put those products together, the three, and we got a whole bunch more coming for you folks. You put those together, you are going to be in a great, great state of health. Just use promo code out loud when you go over to globalhealing.com. All right, healers, let's go ladies first today. Let's go to Dr. J and let's hear what did you talk about this wonderful week? Well, this week uh, on the talk show, I had Dr. Avery Jackson. We had a great conversation. For those of you who know Dr. Avery Jackson, you know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, go and listen to the show because he was awesome. He is a neurosurgeon and a author of the book called The God Prescription. He was also a contributing author in the book Let America Live uh, by Dr. Stella Emanuel. He's um, given some expert testimony at the state uh, house bill to reject uh, mandated injections. Just been a, an advocate to stand up for freedom and health freedom. But he's also built this incredible platform of bringing um, educators together of all modalities to learn from each other. And he's really looking for the future of what this looks like. It really needs to be different and people need to think differently in the way they uh, think about education and healthcare. So it was a great conversation. I really, really enjoyed it. Oh, that's so wonderful. We love Dr. Jackson. He is incredible. I finally got a chance to meet him at, uh, we were out in Arizona and just a super cool dude. I'm sure a fantastic interview because he's just got such a bright spirit about him and a lot of levity too. I'm sure there was some, some good jokes going on in there too. Some good laughter, huh? Oh yes. Always, <laughs> always. Amen. We talked right. about laughter as medicine. He even talked about how it increases the endorphins. I talked about how I learned a lot of that from Patch Adams as a as a young kiddo. And yeah, it was great. Nice. Very, very cool. Very, very cool. Let's go over to Nicola Burnett. What did you talk about this week, sis? You know, I actually had to run, um, uh, a, do a rerun show because I had just some things come up this week. So with the fam. So anyways, um, the one we ran reran was the practical how to's and the creation of true wellness. And I love what, um, Jana just said that we need to think differently about health and healthcare. And the kind of gist of the show was really talking about creating a lifestyle and how that can seem very overwhelming for people. But honestly, you know, I always explain to people you get sick or unwell, you know, one thought at a time, one bite of food at a time, and one sip of whatever at a time, or lack of, right? Mm -hmm. Eating or sipping when you probably should. So it's really just that changing on a small scale, those thoughts and, and looking at it as just one step at a time in that moment, what's the best decision you can make? And if that's a question that you're asking all the time, Every second in this moment right now, what's the best decision I can make? Even if that's on your radar all the time, it's amazing how much that will change your lifestyle and, and way of thinking about healthcare. So that was what that show was about. Well said. All right. All right. Folks, you know, there is an incredible library that we've been developing 
if you're just getting tuned into the show, you're just getting plugged into what we're doing and everything, make sure you check out all the amazing shows from all these incredible speakers, healers, teachers, you know, that is on, that's in this uh, Looking for Healing Radio. Because when I go and I start looking through and thumbing through everything, it just makes me go, wow, all of this is available and it's available for free. I mean, you can't do better than that. So make sure you check us out. And when you go to the website, make sure you leave us a question or two. Or here's another thing. If you've been putting some of the stuff into play and you want to tell us how it's working for you, we would love that feedback as well. It doesn't always just have to be questions. We love interacting with you. And thank you so much for all you've done to help us build this show. Well, let's get to the quarterback here. What'd you talk about this week, brother man? Uh, I actually was doing some preparation work last week for the week of December 4th through the 8th. Now, if you want to know what's happening next week, this is on Friday, uh, the show. Next week is National Flu Vaccine Awareness Week. (laughs) I I really have to destroy that narrative. No matter who's done presentations, to me, I just need to know as much as I can as possible, dig in as much as possible and find the deceit, disgustingness, and anything medical. So I decided on Monday's show, if y'all want to go watch it, I actually picked four ingredients that I wanted the world to know about is in multiple flu vaccines. And I will go ahead and share one of the highlights here. So flying this weekend to... Memphis, where I did a presentation last night for several hours, which I was grateful for. Uh, on that flight going there, I actually uh, had found and didn't know this, but there's actually three flu shots that have hydrocortisone in it as an ingredient. Uh, now, I have a few thoughts about this, by the way. My first thought was this. Do y'all know what steroids do to the immune system? It suppresses it and turns it off. Now, what's a vaccine for? It's supposed to turn it on. So why would you put hydrocortisone inside of a vaccine that you're trying to promote an immune response from? Why would you need to inject people with hydrocortisone in a shot that actually suppresses a person's immune system? But what was shocking was, and my wife was watching me do this research, I said, watch this. (laughs) I go on PubMed.gov and I type in hydrocortisone injections in mice. And that's all I did. I typed it in and opened the first link. You want to know what the first sentence in the article is in a mouse study injecting micro amounts of hydrocortisone into them. The very first statement in a mouse study about hydrocortisone being injected into mice, which are mammals like us humans, the very first sentence reads hydrocortisone injections create spinal column diseases in young people. Man, Cradle to the grave. It's always cradle to the grave. And I just couldn't believe it. And uh, anyway, that was the very first thing I looked at. My wife goes, why did you look up? What made you look up mice? And I said, because what researchers like to do is they like to do all of their studies on drugs, vaccines, on animals. And then they want to sell it to the public as human clinical trials. So they're always looking at animals first. And if you really want to know what's going to happen to you, Go look at research studies of injecting the same chemical into a mammal's body. Human beings listening to this show right now, every mammal on earth has every organ you do. Therefore, if they inject a chemical inside of a different mammal that ain't you, and it creates spinal cord and spinal column diseases like spina bifida, occulta, and others, just name any. 
That's what it does. In fact, in the paper, it states, as they studied mice, it actually created decreased disc space in the young developing of uh, babies of mice. So now you're injecting it into babies as young as six months old in adult or in humans. They actually published that in the developing mice, you inject a little bit of hydrocortisone in there. You actually reduce their disc height in between the vertebrae and you actually reduce the mineral load and density of their vertebrae and their osteoporotic. Huh. Okay. That's wonderful. Let's just start creating osteoporosis six months into life because that's what they're encouraging you to do with these shots. One after another, every year between six months old and 18 years old, and then everybody 60 years old and older every year. So if you want to know why all the elderly are getting annual flu shots and developing osteoporosis and spinal cord damage, uh, collapse, vertebral collapse, uh, having to have concrete injected into your spinal column, needing to have fusions done on your back. If you want to know why, stop injecting yourself with crap that does that to you. So that was one of four ingredients I went over. And yes, there's many others. In fact, if y'all would like to look it up, uh, what does Cocker Spaniels and the flu shots have in common? Let's go find out. Oh, oh, I know, I know, no. I know the answer uh, to that. I was oh, going to uh, go and look it up. I, I think there's. Some, I think the Queen Bee might know what that is. Go for it, it Queen Bee. It sounds like it. It's the Darby. Um, I forgot the first canine, word. The canine. The canine, canine Darby. Kidney cells. Yeah, canine kidney cells that were used to uh, make the recumbent, all the recumbent flu shots from a cocker spaniel. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. Now, how many of you knew that uh, all in order to boost your immune system, you just needed cocker spaniel kidney cells injected inside of you <laughs> yeah right hey, hey dr artist can you explain to me how kidney cells from a cocker spaniel confer immunity to someone i don't get it um anybody on this radio show as a host have any of you actually owned a cocker spaniel i have not yeah. um, you a have cocker, a cocker mix Ooh, rocking okay so did you know and were you told when you purchased this Cocker mix. Were you told, Dr. Jana Schmidt, that your yes. cocker spaniel as a dog species is at highest risk for getting influenza virus every year? No. Wow. No. No, it was not. Did you know they, they actually they actually state? I looked it up. I wanted to know why would they even suggest cocker spaniel kidney cells? And this is what it says online. It reads that cocker spaniel kidney cells are most susceptible to the influenza virus, all strains of the influenza virus. Okay, hold up. As soon as I read the statement, I didn't even go any further. Hold up. It just said that cocker spaniel kidney cells are most at risk for infection by an influenza virus strain. Okay, okay. Back up. They're injecting these cells inside of your body that are increased and getting infectious viral load inside of them, why would you propose that to be a therapeutic? Let's inject the cells of another animal that are the most predisposed to be infected by influenza virus. Is that weird that they would put that in there and then inject it inside of you? They even say the reason why it's in there and they chose the Cocker Spaniel is because more influenza virus gets inside those cells than most other cells in the world. Okay. I thought you were trying to prevent influenza. I didn't know you were trying to create influenza in these people. So anyway, it's called Madden, M-A-D-I-N-E, or Madine, Darby, kidney cells, canine kidney cells. Just so you know, nobody gets the flu because you're deficient in dog kidney cells. Ask your doctor if cocky, cocker spaniel kidney cells are right for you next time they say you need the flu shot. 
<laughs> or if you need some <laughs> extra thimerosal, right? Or if you need some extra thimerosal to increase your mercury. Yep. And just so you know, this is off of the uh, all of the records off the CDC for 2024, and there are still multiple with thimerosal, bunch of them with hydrocortisone, bunch of them with uh, formaldehyde, which can't wait to dig into. But uh, anyway, there's just tons of crap and aluminum salts and all of them. And I'm like, why do we need aluminum? I mean, are we devoid of aluminum? How much more aluminum do we need? I don't know. How much more Alzheimer's dimension do you need? How much more dimension uh, Alzheimer's Parkinson's do we need? You know, a little aluminum deficient myself this morning when I woke up, you know, when I woke up, I was like, ah, I'm feeling sane and healthy and good. I must not have enough aluminum. Yeah. You you, you remembered your, your son's name. Hi. Oh, I must not be aluminum. Toxic. I'm deficient in aluminum. I remembered my kid's name. I remembered how to use the toilet and wipe myself. Oh, I must not. Oh, oh my God. I don't live in an assisted living center yet. Having a, the assistance to wipe my butt and pee and get to the toilet. I must not have enough aluminum in my body. <laughs> oh, it's funny because it's true. It's That's funny. Totally true. Oh, my God. So, did you all listening just learn something? Yes, maybe getting some of those heavy metals out of your body are going to help you as the decades start to add up. Amen All to right? that. Very, very. Hallelujah. EDTA. E-D- oh, we, and we do just happen to have a really interesting liposomal EDTA available. What do you do. know? No, go figure. Hey, is it back in stock? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I, actually, I, no. I actually did get some in stock on Friday. I got 5,000 units. They all left the same day because those were already pre-orders. So they're gone. So now I'm waiting for the next two. In about two weeks, I'll have more. No worries. Amen. Amen. All right. And I talked about, I went on a rant Uh, this week. Every now and then I like to shake folks up when they're feeling, you know, you just start feeling like we're getting a little too complacent again. And whenever we're complacent and things are a little too quiet, you know what they're doing behind the scenes. You know, they are planning and moving forward, right? So we found out some stuff about emails and things like that and how they're going to try to disrupt our communication starting in February next year. Maybe I'll do a show on that. Just do a we'll do a public service announcement or make it a part of one of our shows or something like that. We're going through a process right now to make sure they can't do it to us. And we want to make sure other health freedom organizations out there know that it's a process that you're going to have to get ready for it or else they're going to very likely shut us down. Uh, in February next year. We'll make sure everybody knows about that. But I went on an epic rant. I've just had enough of pro-vaxxers and the the stupidity and the idiocy and the zealot nature of them and how they really enjoy just being disrespectful to people who see the world differently than them and how they really enjoy without having any substance, any support, they really enjoy gaslighting, especially parents who've lost kids or their kids are injured. And it's something that I've been seeing online so much. And I'm like, you know what? Every now and then, I think we need to verbally slap them back. And I think that needs to not just be every now and then. I think it needs to be all the time now. Like enough. We've had enough of your childish behavior. We've had enough of your stupidity. We've had enough of your gaslighting. We're done. And now you just got to smack them, you know? And so I've started smacking people and they're like, well, then they try to turn around. Oh, I can't believe you call yourself a doctor and you talk to people like that. Yeah. You know why, idiot? You're not my patient because I don't take patients and you're not my student because I would never let you into my school. So there now, is it okay for me to talk to you like that? Oh, maybe if we all talk to you like that, you have a little bit more reservation about being so overtly stupid and disrespectful to people who haven't done anything to you. What a novel concept, right? So we're going to invoke the verbal slap rule here, and I'm going to give everybody straight up permission. Get them. 
just go and get them enough. We tried being polite, if being polite, nice and kind and everything, and they'll figure it out. If that was going to work, it would have worked by now, folks. So what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing, expecting a different result. Let's mix it up and let's do something different and see what we get with that. All right, healers, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Be right back. More Looking for Healing Radio and your questions right after these messages. The buildup of spike proteins is dangerous to your health. Global Healing's foreign protein cleanse detoxes your body, removing the spike proteins, allowing your body to repair from within. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, and sleep deep. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. Aloha, healers, and welcome back. we got an interesting discussion taking place off air. So we're going to bring Dr. Artis in to start it up with you. We think you're going to want to hear this one. Go for it, big fella. All right. So I want to pose the question to the group here. It is, do any of you as hosts for the show, do any of you think that it's a good idea to inject dna from another species of animals or another human into the bloodstream of another human absolutely not nope now nah. why do you say no uh, because, because it, it's, it's going to cause a, a reaction right it's going to cause yeah. an immune response to get it out of there it's not yours the immune yeah, system doesn't is recognize so straightforward it as self. right it's so simple it's self it, and this is why i love black and white things because the immune system thinks like this your immune system says this is either self or this is not self that which right. is self it lets go of and says you know what carry on that which is not self <laughs> it violently aggressively attacks you inject something a cell from another species another uh, animal or from another human into the body, you've now bypassed the alimentary canal. You bypassed the stomach acids. It is now in a form that can still be identified as not self. And the only thing that can happen is an immunological response. It is, it is textbook for how this textbook. is going to happen. So I proposed off air. I said, all of you guys, this is true, right? The MDs know this, right? That injecting foreign DNA from some other species or person is going to create an autoimmune reaction. I mean, we know that, right? And what did we all say off air? Nope. Have you Ely's, seen it? Ely's actually response was, have you not looked at their curriculum? Yes, I actually was accepted to <laughs> med school. I went to the whole curriculum. I do know what it reads. All right, so, but my next thought was, is, and I said out loud off air was, 
I'm talking as if the MDs obviously know this, right? Like, mm-hmm. even if you're looking at the curriculum, you don't see it. It's obvious all MDs know this, right? And everyone kind of looked at each other, like, on the screen going, uh, you would think they did, right? You would think. And then my next statement was this, which is why the great Dr. Ely said, we got to talk about this right now on air. My next statement was, it's very obvious, right? MDs know that if you inject into a body someone else's DNA or another animal's DNA inside of a human, it's going to create an autoimmune response, right? My very next statement was, they have to know this, right? Because if you do an organ transplant and you take Dr. Ely's kidney and you put it in Dr. Artis's body, guess what the surgeons who did the transplant are then going to prescribe to me, who has now Dr. Ely's kidneys? What's going to, what are they going to, what are they going to prescribe to me, Nicola? The organ rejection meds that you have to take for the rest of your life so that right. the body does not reject and kick out that organ. And have you guys ever actually watched someone take their anti-rejection drugs for an organ transplant? Have you ever sat and watched them do it every meal? I have not. I have. No. My uncle did a double lung transplant about 20 years ago and he literally had 15 at a time anti-rejection drugs he physically opened jars of and took every meal for 10 years and oh my god was his body life a wreck from living on so many anti-rejection drugs now this is what got Ely to go let's talk about this on air how can medical doctors in this whole damn world not understand from the basic principle that they do know everybody that gets an organ put inside of them that doesn't belong to them you are going to have to load them up with freaking drugs that are going to shut off the person's immune system because it's going to attack and kill that dna in that kidney or in that organ put whatever organ you want in there this is absolute knowledge Everyone knows it. I'd like to know where the hell did their common sense go when they're, well, number one, I don't think they have a freaking clue what's in any of the damn shots. So everywhere I go, group of hosts here, even last night in Memphis, this is what I said. (laughs) Anytime anybody ever says to you, you need to get a flu vaccine, Betty, you're 88 years old. You need your annual flu shot every year. Your job is to look at them and go like this because they were all discussing at this meeting. I feel really pressured by my MD to take these shots. So do my kids, blah, blah. Okay, great. This is what you're going to say. Uh, you need to take this shot. I don't want to take that shot. No, you need to take that shot, Mary. Okay. Or Betty. Okay. I'll take the shot. If you, without looking, can name five ingredients in that shot off the top of your head and then tell me what are the health benefits of those five ingredients. And I told them, I said, and just stand there, stare at them in the face, and they're going to get super angry because they're super uncomfortable and they've been busted and they're embarrassed and they're going to walk out of the room. Or they might just fire you to make you go away because you've called them out and exposed their damn panties for not actually being educated whatsoever. And they are drug dealers being bribed by pharmaceutical giants to carry out their agenda, which is to create disease and harm. And man, there's a B word they use for people like that. (laughs) Uh, and I say a lot of MDs in their white coats that are pushing all their vaccines are the drug companies B words. 
And they do. They just go along with it. And it is freaking disgusting. I've had enough. So if you want to, if you want to have damn confidence (laughs) and you want informed consent, really, truly, that's what you want. Then why don't you look at them and make them give it to you? That's right. Why don't you look at them and say, you tell me why the hell I need to take that shot or look at them and go like this. If you'll do it right now, I'll do it. Yep. If you'll inject yourself with that thing right now, I'll do it. You know, or put it on a spoon and see if they'll swallow it. (laughs) You know what I mean? And then, then, you know, I'd ask them straight up. I'd be like, hey, and just tell me just just how much you make last month on 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 needling people. (laughs) You know how much you make last month on pumping all of this pollution into people's body and acting like it it can't cause no problems. How much you make on that? You know, and if you say it with a smile, they're going to know, you know. And when they know you know, you're going to get fired. But you know what? You got fired from somebody who's trying to kill you. So okay, audience. Uh, that's a good place to get fired from. All right, audience, I have an assignment. I want to see how uh, how engaged our audiences are. I want someone to write in, and we're going to have you on this show. I want nice. somebody who's listening to me. I want you to have a daughter, granddaughter, or your baby, or you have a medical doctor, pediatrician, whoever, OBGYN, if someone you know is having a baby and the, the MD, OBGYN, or pediatrician is actually telling you or your loved ones that your baby or grandbaby or niece or nephew needs the hepatitis B vaccine, you are to tell and ask the medical doctor and then come on air. We're going to talk about it. You're going to mm-hmm. say, okay, you think my grandson, child needs the hepatitis B vaccine? Great. Can you explain to me if hepatitis is a liver disease, why in the hepatitis B vaccine do they have lung tissue from an aborted fetus in 1966? If you, if you MD can explain to me why it is lungs from an aborted baby is in the shots for hepatitis B, you need to explain to me how that's going to provide immunity to something that affects my kid's liver. And then you need to explain to me what their responses are. And we want to celebrate whatever that either uh, silence or incredibly irrational explanation is. I'd like to have you on the show to have you come on and talk about it and you write it. Oh, I love that idea, too. Let's bring some of our audience on with us occasionally. You know, come on and join us on a Q&A session and tell us your bring experiences. Woo, we, yeah, ooh, we're going to have That's some, a great we'll idea. Yeah, we'll bring you on for a segment. Yeah, this, this is great. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, y'all. Let's. Uh, we got a couple minutes. Let's sneak some in here. Uh, we'll do rapid fire here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna call on folks here, and you're just gonna have to give me your best one. You ready? Give me your best shot. You ready? All right. So this is from Iwalina. Am I saying that right? That looks. It looks like a coolie. Like that'd be a cool name to have to spell out on a test when you're. Iwalina. Iwalina. Evelina. Iwalina. Iwalina. Pretty. She says. All right. Let's see. <laughs> Ever since I got COVID 18 months ago, my libido is non-existent. Poor baby. I'm a 25-year-old woman. This isn't normal. Correct. I also have other neuro issues. Oh, no. Do venoms destroy sex drive? Jenna Schmidt. Well, I would say venoms destroy a lot of things. And so, yes, the answer would be yes. And we have lots of good solutions for that. Uh, including the seven milligram nicotine patch and the mm-hmm. EDTA and some B pollen. Mm-hmm. So that would be my suggestion. And the foreign protein uh, oh, cleanse foreign as protein well. Cleanse. Yes. Yes. I, I use that on a regular basis too. Yeah. Foreign protein cleanse. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think right here, if you know something isn't right, then you have to trust yourself, Evelina. <laughs> and I will tell you, there is no poison that is going to make you feel sexier. 
So uh, make sure if you feel like you've been poisoned that you get those poisons out so you can feel sexy out. once yes. again. All right. Yes. And do you it. You know what I just took away from that question? Babies. What? I just took away that maybe the COVID-19 vaccine should be revert, re, re, actually reserved for people who want to be celibate the rest of their life. <laughs> Give it to all the Catholic priests. Give it to all the priests, all the nuns. That would destroy that wouldn't their solve libido. The main problem. Y'all know that wouldn't solve the main problem. We can't even talk about I'm not even going to talk about it here, but we all know what I'm talking about. All right. As a former as a former altar boy, that didn't happen to me, by the way. That I wouldn't let that shit happen. But um, yes, you know what I'm talking about. Let's go to yes, Darlene here. <laughs> yeah, we you have some interesting experiences when you're growing up and there's a lot of religion around. Darlene yeah. says, how can you heal from IPF pulmonary fibrosis? Let's go to Nicola Burnett. Hmm. You know what? I'm not really sure what the answer is to this. Um, Integrity, y'all. Yeah. What? You want to look it up? You want to look it up together? We can do that. Let's go. Let's go show yeah. you what we do when we don't know something, everybody. All right. Now, I just see. so you know, my my uncle who had double lung transplant actually was diagnosed with pulmonary fibrosis. That's why mm -hmm. he had to have his lungs taken out. So mm -hmm. I do know quite a bit about pulmonary fibrosis, just so you know. And uh, pulmonary oh, fibrosis, man. just FYI, my uncle was the fire chief of Mesquite, Texas for 30 something years. He retires. As a result of his retirement, he is told that he needs to go have a evaluation done by a medical doctor for some reason. And the medical doctor, upon his announcing that he's retiring from his job as fire chief of the fire department, guess what his retirement begins with? A prescription for an antidepressant because the doctor is convinced this guy is going to be depressed from retiring mm -hmm. within six months he's diagnosed with pulmonary fibrosis two months later it's determined that the antidepressant he was on is pulled off the market by the fda it has a published side effect of causing pulmonary fibrosis y'all keep going no, with, no 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 what's in it so it has what's called lung protomorphogens in it and protomorphogens were discovered by dr royally back in 1929 he patented the technology which is the ability to take small pieces of rna Mm -hmm. from the cells of, in this example, lung tissue from a cow mm -hmm. that's being butchered for meat. You take the actual RNA, and if you swallow it in a tablet form, where is 90% of your immune system hosts in the human body? Where is it? Digestive tract. In your digestive tract. He said and proposed, if I get people who have lung problems to swallow lung tissue, the immune system that lines the gut will see Mm -hmm. DNA from lung tissue, and he proposed and theorized that antibodies in the body that were targeting lung tissue to create things like pulmonary fibrosis would be redirected by the immune system to the bowels. And what do the bowels do? They poop. And you're going to poop out the antibodies that are attacking that organ. Now, just so y'all know, he did this with every single organ in the human body. And he went around to every medical school he could find in the 1930s, 40s, and 50s and showed every medical school and all medical doctors, how to reverse autoimmune diseases with protomorphogens. Brilliant. And this is the same principle behind why it is liver. If you eat liver is good to help reverse a cirrhosis of the liver, hepatitis of the liver, congestion or fatty liver. If you eat liver, the damage that's being done by your immune system to your liver will be directed to the bowels and you eliminate it. You can use like to heal like so. 
That's the principle behind that is the first solid argument I've ever had anybody say that I've heard for eating liver. That's a brilliant argument. It's a brilliant thought process too, to say, look, I'm going to just bring it down here. And one of the things that's interesting when you get into the pulmonary fibrosis is it's a fibrosis. So what, what is, what's happening? They're saying the lungs are saying there is scarring going on here. And what is scarring a result of? It's a result of, in this case, a case like this, recurrent or persistent, frequent, chronic inflammation. So what you have to understand everyone about inflammation is that inflammation tells us one key thing about what's going on in the body. Cells are being damaged. Now you have to figure out why are the cells being damaged in lungs? Because the cell turnover in the lungs is one of the fastest cells, one of the most highly replicative in the high in the entire body. It's a layer of epithelia. It's just a beautiful, beautiful thing when you get into the histology and you start studying what is really going on inside your body. So when you get to a place of fibrosis, you're saying, hey, your body's saying something is not right in here. Is this because you're smoking? Is this because you're inhaling? Is this because there's too much chemtrails in your area and you're dealing with all the graphene oxide? Could it be that maybe if there's a little energetic component of it and that energetic component could be internalized emotion, especially sadness, despair. Could you be holding things in and internalizing a little bit more because that can be as damaging as an inhaled um, heavy metal? Like one of the classic places that you'll see the inhalation of heavy metals for most people, you know, we're not talking about working in industry, is actually in the dental fillings, in the silver amalgam fillings. When you start, when you have a silver amalgam fillings, and the EPA confirmed this way back in 1980, uh, when you have silver amalgam fillings and you drink any kind of hot beverage, eat any kind of hot food, they start off-gassing mercury that you then inhale, which is going to damage your lungs. This is what happened to my mother. This is one of the reasons why my mother um, developed lung cancer, even though she didn't smoke, is because she loved coffee. And so she would drink hot coffee and then it would start, she would off gas mercury. And this went on for years and years and years. And of course, now you get into tumors and pulmonary fibrosis and these things. So Darlene, make sure you're really thinking strongly, not only on any medications that you may be taking and see in reading, what are there any pulmonary fibrosis side effects to them, but also looking at all the ways that your body, your, your lungs could be being damaged. And then look into the protomorphogens from standard process. Dr. Artis has talked about these several times on him. I'm sure he's going to talk about them more. These sound brilliant. And I would also encourage you to um, uh, make sure you're breathing in some organic essential oils every day, you know, especially some pinene, some pine or something like that, and get some medicine in. You can actually help your lungs heal by just breathing in the medicine instead of always having to eat it. Let's see if we, oh, no, that's all the time we have. Go for it, Dr. Artis, you got a guy like- uh, I just want to share with you guys that I actually put into the chat of this recording in Zoom that it's actually published that Zoloft causes diffuse pulmonary fibrosis. Let that Whoa. be a warning for all of you, along with Respiridol, and I put it in there. These are antidepressants. Yep. Wow. Oh, how many people are on Zoloft? Gee, uh, let's see. It's definitely in the 20 to 30 million category. How many people are breathing in pollution and breathing in all kind of crap in there? You start, you, you, what, what I think everybody's got to really wrap their head around is that it's not one thing typically. Yeah, there can be some major big players, but there are multiple ways in which your body is under constant assault. 
And what you want to make sure you're doing is limiting those. And that's what we were teaching at Healings of the, Healing for the Ages. And what we're going to keep teaching you is that you start cutting off their bioweapon delivery systems. And when you cut those off, whether it's the water and you're purifying it and structuring it, whether it's the food and you're saying, I'm going organic, regenerative agriculture, whether it's, whether it's how you take care of your body and saying, I'm getting into you know, breathing exercises, I'm getting into fasting, and maybe even something like a urotherapy, what you start doing is you start eliminating the ways that they can get to you and allowing your body to do what it does best, exist. We right back with more. Before, hold up. No, we're not going to break. What you got? You're going to click that link and I want y'all to open it and look at it. Okay. And I when you it. click it, it should open it up to the highlighted statement in that study. Okay. You tell me when you did it. I clicked it. You see it on screen? I see it on my screen. Did you put it on your screen? I can see I it. Think, where's, okay, the highlight? right. where's the I'm highlight? I'm going to read the highlighted sentence. Okay. It reads, this case highlights sertraline, which is Zoloft, and risperidone, risperidol, as drugs that may be sus it's susceptible individuals cause diffuse pulmonary fibrosis. Now, in the introduction, the very next sentence reads this, prescribed medications are an important cause of diffuse pulmonary fibrosis. Next statement, over 300 separate drugs have been associated with fibrotic lung disease roll your cursor over the research study and the title reads interstitial lung disease induced by drugs and radiation and hmm. in that paper they're going to tell you there's 300 drugs that are prescribed in america to americans that can cause you to have pulmonary fibrosis you might want to learn what those are yeah, you, you catch that other thing that they were talking about too radiation that's been one of the things that's always baffled me in, in terms of oncology. It's just, you're telling me that we know radiation can cause mutations in the cell and cause tumor and cause cancers, but you're going to then use it to treat people with it. This makes no logical sense. You're going to burn through the tumor and that's magically this time not going to affect any surrounding cell structures. You're not going to create any secondary cancers in the product. This is the insanity of the thought process of, and by definition, everybody, by definition, allopathic medicine, Tabor's Medical Dictionary, early 1900s, it said thusly, allopathic medicine, the attempt to cure by replacing one morbid condition for another morbid condition. Quote, quote. Now, why do they say, why didn't, why don't you hear them say, well, why don't they use morbid condition now? Because it didn't sell. And what you have to give them credit for is they are some of the best marketers in the world because they have convinced you that poisons are medicine. And even though they have admit to you that they can kill you with everything they're doing, you still go to them. You're, you got to be a student and stop being a patient. You just have to. Okay. And so hopefully you're feeling that you can. Listen to us. We'll be right back with more Looking for Healing Radio right after these messages. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. 
America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. All right, healers, welcome back. Rapid fire. We got Mandy up here saying, I would like a beginning detox protocol for my family. My children are six and 12 and have had all vaccines except flu and COVID. I am awake now. Thank God. And we have no symptoms. I just want to get all the metals and parasites out of the systems and would like the safest way to do that. Let's go over to Nicola Burnett. You know, with kids, basic things, I would start with just uh, some B vitamins and a mineral complex to improve their um, nutrition status. And then I like using a bentonite clay or a zeolite clay. Those seem, uh, or it can be liquid or powder. Uh, those are pretty, pretty gentle with kids uh, and pretty easy to get them to take it. That's, that would be a basic place to start. Amen. Next person up is Genevieve. Genevieve, this is going to you, Dr. Artis. My son finished Butars, Dr. Butars, heavy metal detox protocol and is now getting glutathione, PTC, and amino acids called Celebrolysin and Medi Mexidol via IV push. I've been curious about nicotine and his receptors being shut down. Do you recommend foreign protein cleanse or seven milligrams of nicotine patches for him? For And if so, for how long? Ronnie is turning 19 in December. Our goal is to help him improve his speech, brain recovery, and reduce vocal stimming, uh, which is what we're seeing more lately. God bless you, Dr. Artis, for all that you do study and share. Thank you for being the change the world is waiting for. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you for the kind words there, Genevieve. And if it's the Genevieve, I know. Howdy. Uh, maybe not. There's a few more in the world. All right. So do I recommend foreign protein cleanse? You better believe it. I would recommend foreign protein cleanse, two ml a day, and I would recommend at least three and a half milligrams of a nicotine patch every single day. I'm going to assume that in Butar's protocol for heavy metal detox, he always focused on EDTA. My recommendation would be just don't compound it with magnesium. Just do the EDTA. Uh, if it's already finished, great. But if you do it in the future, that's what you're going to do. And then I always love, and I think it's great for any aged human to benefit from either eating apples or supplementing apple pectin powder. It is an incredible detoxing from nature element that God gave us. Amen to that. Let's move over to Ginger right here. Ginger says, could the symptoms of lead weight feeling and throbbing crawling in lower leg towards the foot following a mild case of COVID be related and treated 
we'd thought it was just a terrible progression of some numbness following a severe TBI many years ago. Any suggestions? She has to even be in bed many times uh, with this. Thanks, thanks, thanks. What do you think, Dr. J? Uh, well, yes, I think that there are so many um, symptoms that can come when poisons get in the body. And again, I, I keep going to getting those poisons out. Amazing detoxes. Global Healing has uh, wonderful detoxes. I think everyone should be doing these detoxes throughout the year, uh, rotating the different ones for everything from liver to foreign protein to uh digestive and parasite cleanses. And then back to um, nicotine, EDTA, apoplectin, and bee pollen. I think these are things that everyone's going to find um, are beneficial and helpful. Uh, I, I don't, I would like to know more about this, um, this particular case before I could uh, recommend anything else. I, you know, my normal go-to when I hear about like muscles or is is topical magnesium and sea salt soak baths but dr artist didn't we um recently discover something about magnesium that we might want to be cautious about yep absolutely so uh i would not recommend magnesium currently if you're having issues in the last two years that just seem to get worse and i do recommend janice Schmidt. you're doing a great job with recommendations i would also do topical edta creams over the area that's throbbing and then please, if you're not going to do foreign protein cleanse, please get on a licorice root extract that has a high amount, the highest you can find, of glycerohyzin acid. Take it every day. Agreed. Amen. I, uh, I did go, I did look into a little further detail about the magnesium on that discovery about it causing people to be worse. And in each case, it was internal magnesium as opposed mm -hmm. to topical magnesium. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I, I am still open to topical magnesium for, um, for different things like that, but I'll, I'm going to, I'll do some more research. That's why Jana Schmidt's amazing. Indeed. That All right. This awesome. next one is coming from Anne. Anne says, what can we use to get rid of glutamatic cytotoxicity? All right. So um, I'm very curious, and I haven't looked this up, Dr. Artis, yet about nicotine, but I'm very curious to see what role that uh, glutamate, uh, that nicotine would play in helping to reduce or at least to be adaptogenic in balancing out glutamate uh, receptors. But I want to point um, and you to a article by one of my uh, great friends, dear friends, and a super brilliant mind, uh, Michael McAvoy at Metabolic Healing. He has a great article uh, on this entitled glutamate excitotoxicity, the brain, the nervous system, and nutritional solutions. And one of the things that he his research has found has been, um, and this is a great article to read, but there's so many options from using uh, zinc colonate, uh, but also, uh, should say colonate, and then also cat's claw. And then you have another mention of that licorice root and ginseng root. Uh, ginkgo biloba, which is a fantastic uh, cerebrovascular dilator as well. And um, also, uh, let's see, what else does he have in here? And there's one more. I haven't heard of this one before. Uh, a lot of these are Chinese. Uh, this is Ramulus unicare cum uncus, which is very interesting. I'm going to have to, uh, but it's definitely something that's been used traditionally, according to Michael McAvoy, uh, for convulsive disorders in Chinese medicine. So we'll put that in the notes for you, but check out Metabolic Healing by Michael McAvoy and take a look around for glutamatic cytotoxicity. He'll have some good information for you. And one of the things I love about him, it's all beautifully cited. So you can go and read even more on that same topic. 
All right, let's That's go ahead. That's a great article, Dr. H. Make sure we all get that. I'd love to read it in thorough. You got it. And I'll put it in oh. the chat for us right there, too. Thank you. All right. Next up is Kat. Kat says, Dr. H, what is the cause of swelling in the body and how to fix it? All right. Thank you. You the best. Yeah, you the best, too, girl. Uh, I'm going to say um, very simple. It's a sign of the accumulation of fluid, meaning that the lymphatic chain is either congested or not being utilized. So one of the key things for making sure that you activate the lymphatic system throughout the body is movement. Bodies that stay in one place all day long, like I do far too much sitting in one chair doing all these talks and interviews, those are bodies that stagnate. When that stagnates, that means that now you're going to have a very slow uptake of a whole bunch of important things and you're going to have a really poor immune response. So you got to move your body. If you are moving your body and you're still swelling, then we have to consider blockages in the lymphatic system. And that would be more associated with heavy metal toxicity and things that typically don't break down very well, getting stuck in the lymphatic system. And that's a little bit bigger conversation, but one that we can have on a full show pretty soon. We talk about heavy metal screenings, probably do something like that in January. Let's go to the next question right here. Next question is going to come from Vicki Allen. I'm needing clarification of when to take supplements. <laughs> this is why you go to school, sweetheart. I'm just going to throw it out there. That's, that's why you go to school. That's why you go to school to learn how to do it. Uh, Cause there's only so much you're going to get from a radio show. Okay. So make sure you check us out at energetichealthinstitute.org. We would love to have you. EDTA cancels out the other supplements. So if I take it in the morning, when do I take everything else, such as vitamin C, iodine, quercetin, NAC, D. I'm going to give you this one. No, I'm not going to give you this one. Uh, Nicola is going to give you this one for free right now. Okay. NAC, D, B complex. And how do I know if I'm taking too much? What do you say, Nicola? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is I, I do supplement protocols all the live long day for clients. And there's mm -hmm. all kinds of you know, complicated issues, but if you know about them, they're not complicated. And I would just say that some things are with food, some things are without food. I think I've heard Dr. Artis say to put a distance of two hours from taking EDTA. Is that correct? Or is that, is it more like one hour? Yeah. One hour is good, but two hours I often recommend. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyways, um, I would say uh, some of those things, especially like the, um, I can't remember all the things on there, but like vitamin C, um, vitamin iodine, D was one yeah, of them. Oh, yeah, iodine was one of them. I mean, those are all fine to take with food, um, yep. but I would take like the EDA, EDTA first thing in the morning. I would wait um, at least an hour before having anything else other than just water. And the other ones that I saw listed would be fine to, to take with food, but I think vitamin B complex was on there. Uh, and I always recommend doing a B complex a little bit after eating, like within 60 minutes. It, it has a higher absorption rate if you give give it a little bit of time. So 60 to 90 minutes after a meal. And that's all I can remember that was on there. Amen. All right. Well done. Last question real quick. And then we're going to call it a, call it a session, everybody. This one's going to go to Dr. J. Take us home. What is macular degeneration? What causes it? And what is the difference? Well, don't you love, I love these questions. People are asking really, really good questions. I want to, I want to encourage Melissa, you to ask Google or some search engine, these questions too, and see what you get. You're going to get some interesting stuff, but Dr. J, what do you say? Uh, what's macular degeneration and what can you do about it herbally or with the bees? Okay. Um, so macular degeneration is um, an eye issue that can cause a loss in vision. It's, um, it's, 
causes the loss in the center of the field of vision. And um, in dry macular degeneration, it's uh, the retina that deteriorates. And wet macular degeneration, it's leaky blood vessels that grow under the retina and can sometimes form fatty deposits under the retina, causing uh, vision issues. So for the eyes, there are lots of wonderful things for the eyes. I like lutein, um, which is high in organic, um, really good organic uh, wheat, like einkorn. And that's wonderful for the eyes. Bilberry is another wonderful eye uh, herb. But my absolute favorite is eyebright. And mm-hmm. appropriately named, right? Eyebright. Mm-hmm. And you can drink it. You can use it as a wash. And this is going to help with not just macular degeneration, but lots of other things, too. So um as well as uh, good detoxes on a regular basis. Amen. All right, everybody. Well, that does it for us for this one. I just want to go around the horn and see how everybody on the show is feeling. And we want to say goodbye. We're going to change up how we close the show, everybody. Dr. J, you got the first say. What do you want to say to everybody listening in? I want to say, um, you know, I hope that everybody is having just an incredible, incredible season. This is a a time of celebration. And I just want to send love and blessings to everyone. And I can't wait to uh, connect with you again next week. Amen. And how about you, Nicola? Hey, I just want to give a shout out to people who are writing in uh, with great questions. it's, It's interesting. It's a much more educated audience these days than I've ever seen in the past. It's exciting. 100%. Yeah. What's up, quarterback? How about you? I want to <laughs> I, I say, uh, give a big shout out to the four people on this radio show because life is very busy for the four of us. And to be committed to daily radio shows, a weekly Friday Q&A, that ain't no small feat. Y'all should actually watch our text threads trying to figure out when we can get together for an hour, an hour and a half recording for this show every week. And every week it's a different time. Usually it's a different day. And uh, we've been doing this for months. So I just want to say uh, these are individuals that I look up to. I love support and they're there for you, obviously. We love you too. And I just want to say to everybody, thank you so very much. We are so grateful for you. We hope you've had a beautiful Thanksgiving holiday and we hope you are getting into the spirit of the season and remembering why we have the reason for the season in the first place. Folks, uh, just want to say thank you. You, you, you definitely give us a whole bunch of inspiration to learn more. And we hope we're helping you do the same. May God shine his divine light down upon us all. Everyone we love and surround us in the protection of his warm and healing embrace on behalf of all of the healing homies. I'm Dr. H. We love you. Aloha and adios.